Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Eat Sleep Podcast. Repeat, my name is Dave Taylor, and thanks for listening this week. Uh, we got a lot uh, going on. Uh, first off, uh, thanks for uh, finding us. We're FM 99's at 106.9, the Fox's only wrestling podcast. So you can find us at FM99.com. Or at 1069thefox.com. We're located, we're based out of the Hampton Roads area, which if you're not in the Hampton Roads area, you're like, where the heck is that? Uh, Chesapeake, Virginia Beach, Norfolk, Virginia, around the East Coast, right by the, near North Carolina, kind of give you an idea where uh, where we're based from. Well, you can find us online at uh, Twitter and Facebook at ESPR99. And you can always email us at ESPR at fm 99 Dot com. A lot of stuff to go over this week, and uh, and your comments as well, which I appreciate everybody joining in on the Facebook page. Uh, one of the uh, new uh, stories that uh, just uh, came out over the weekend is the uh, banning of a wrestling move in the WWE. That's right. They have stopped doing a particular move. Now, there's, there's a long list of moves that... Uh, you know, like the curb stop was banned for a while. That came back. You know, you can't do pile drivers. Um, tombstone pile drivers are fine, by the way. But the movie that is, or the move that has gone away is the turnbuckle power bomb. Yeah, the uh, turnbuckle bombs that, uh, well, you know, the kind of ended Sting's career when that was done by Seth Rollins. There was a version that was done outside the ring that injured Finn Balor. And then he had to give up the universal title. And then you had Nia Jax doing that move to Kiari Sane. And um, although that move is kind of done differently, uh, that move is now on the ban list. Uh, that, that could have uh, gone really poorly for uh, Kiari Sane a couple of weeks ago. So that is uh, one of the uh, changes uh, going on now. So you will no longer see that move. Now, the, it's interesting in the power driver because that is gone, but you do see occasionally the uh, Canadian destroyer move. In some matches from time to time. By the way, uh, we got this post up on our Facebook page from Philip Chan again. He says, it's definitely a move that can and will injure someone and possibly in someone's career. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think it's a good move that uh, WWE has finally put a ban on that move. And a couple of weeks ago, uh, Kerry Sane was uh, fighting Nijax again in another match. And uh, apparently... Kiari got hurt in the match, but apparently not Nia's fault, just something with the uh, steel steps, but Kiari seems to be fine there. I guess we'll probably see that match next week. So, remember uh, what happened last weekend with uh, AEW's Double or Nothing, and man, I was, uh, I was wrong with a lot of my picks in some of these matches. Um, like the uh, tag match, the term of the number one contender for the AEW World Title Championship, the best friends won that match, uh, defeating Private Party. So now Best Friends is going to fight Kenny Omega and Adam Page. And that's going to be at Fighter Fest, which is coming up on June 29th. So that is happening. And then the opening match with all the chaos, as, as you can imagine. I mean, they have some chaotic matches. Uh, hey, why not take advantage of a big stadium if, uh, if nobody's going to be there? So you had Darby Allen, Colt Cabana, Orange Cassidy, Joey Janela, Scorpio, uh, Scorpio Sky, Kip Sabian... Frankie Kazarian and Luchasaurus in the casino ladder match with the one mystery opponent. And, uh, and lo and behold, that one mystery opponent wins the match. Brian Cage 
who came from Impact Wrestling, managed by Taz, and uh, he wins the casino ladder match for a future AEW World Championship match. And I'll tell you when he's cashing in in just a moment. Uh, other matches, MJF uh, defeating Jungle Boy in a long match. I mean, it's nice to see Jungle Boy in a competitive match, but, uh, I mean, obviously the winner was going to be. Uh, Cody Rhodes, Cody, defeating Lance Archer, the uh, tournament final for the AEW TNT Championship, which was a match that I figured Cody would win. So I figured, why not, you know, give him the title after all this time because he's not going to win the, uh, you know, the other title. And people are upset. You know, they, they figure, like, oh, and Cody doesn't need the win. Like, like it's hurting Lance Archer. I'm thinking, like, Cody at some point needs a title because you're going to be bashing him for not winning the title. Let him win the gas match. He's a champion. And I'll tell you what he did on Dynamite in just a moment because I, I thought they kind of contradicted themselves with something that seemed kind of odd. Uh, Chris Statlander defeated Penelope Ford in a pretty short match. Dustin Rhodes defeated Sean Spears in, like, three minutes. Pretty short match. I don't know if Dustin needed the win there. Didn't do Sean Spears any favors. Uh, uh, Hikaru Shinda defeated Nyla Rose for uh, becoming the AEW Women's World Championship. John Moxley, he defeated Mr. Brody Lee by technical submission. So Brody didn't uh, tap out, but uh, it was just the uh, chokehold and um, he passed him out. So it's just kind of where that match, I think, happened too soon. It's like, where do you go from there? You bring in Brody Lee for this, and then you got that. I mean, there's more down the road. I don't know. Uh, by the way, so so John Moxley retains his title, and he's going to be fighting Brian Cage because Brian Cage is going to cash in that casino chip at the Fighter Fest, which is coming up on. Not, actually, I say June 29th. Ah, scratch that. Uh, they don't have a date yet, but it's uh, going to be coming up soon. June 29th was the date on that last year. So at some point, we'll get Fighter Fest. And you get uh, John Moxley versus Brian Cage and Kenny Omega and Adam Page versus Best Friends. Those are the uh, two matches they've announced at this time. And then the main event of Double or Nothing, Matt Hardy in the Elite, which uh, was Adam Page, uh, Kenny Omega, Matt Jackson, and Nick Jackson. I, I was wrong about this because I thought maybe they were going to lose the match. But they defeated the Inner Circle, Chris Jericho, Jack Hager, Sammy Agruva, and uh, Santana and Ortiz. So there you go. That was your stadium stampede match, which was about as crazy as you can imagine. As Omega did the uh, one wing angel electric tear driver uh, on, uh, on the Guevara uh, from the stadium seats under the platform. I mean, how crazy is that? There you go. So those guys are having a, a lot of fun in that match. And we'll, we'll go talk about Dynamite. Just a couple of things about that. The Revival show up. And uh, they're now FTR. So there you go. So your uh, former uh, Revival is now FTR at AEW. Uh, Mike Tyson is there getting into a scuffle with Chris Jericho, which some people have a problem with because they don't to rehash of 10 years ago. Um, hey, they got unfinished business. It, it's fine. It, it's going to get AEW some pub. If it leads to a match, it's fine. You know, let it happen. I mean, I mean Jericho's the, the right guy for this to happen to at this time. Um I think it was like Cody Rhodes cuts a promo saying, yeah, it's an open challenge for my title. You know, I'll fight anybody. And then later on, they have a battle royal to determine who's going to fight. And I'm thinking like, well, if it's an open challenge, wouldn't anybody just have the right? Because what are they going to do? Because anybody who didn't win the battle royal going to challenge him in two weeks? Uh, Jungle Boy, by the way. 
won that battle royal. So so good for him. Uh, Raw, they finally added the audience around the ring. And I got to admit, it definitely adds to the show. Definitely, definitely a difference. Uh, what I didn't like, though, is that like there's way too many cutaways to the crowd, which like we didn't need to see wrestlers cheering for people because we, you know, it's not the fans because you, you know, you, oh, here's the fans, but do we need to see the wrestlers cheering him on? I don't know. Uh, Apollo Cruz, great news. He uh, he wins the uh, U.S. title, and yes, he's going by Apollo Cruz again, which is great. Um, and then you got uh, you know Andrade. Uh, and uh, you know Garza, up, but they've they've ditched uh, the other guy, which is now he's not going to be working with uh, Austin Theory. He's going to be working with Seth Rollins now, and Murphy, who has not gotten his name Buddy Mac. So um, there you go. So some changes there, and then um, the Iconics uh, feuding with Alexa and Nikki Cross. That seems to get a little more intense. And so I see the Iconics back, and I hope they don't break up because. Um, I mean, I mean, unless someone some could really surprise me as a single star, uh, they work better as a tag team. Um, and then you got um, you know Drew McIntyre, the Bobby Lashley thing going on, and whatever you know they 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 got him with MVP, which I think works really well. And they just need to figure out what to do with Lana because they have no idea. Uh, SmackDown. Before I, I get to the bigger part of that, uh, Sasha won her first singles match since November when she de- uh, defeated Alexa Cross. Uh, Shorty G won a short match, but we we're supposed to get more of the Intercontinental Tournament, and they went. And I'm going to call this a horrible angle. Uh, I just didn't think it was um, with everything that uh, Matt Hardy has gone through. I don't know if that's like something that uh, that we, we need to see. Now, if he approved it, I mean, obviously he approved it. I guess that's fine. But, man, it, it just seems like a, a, a dumb angle to do. And, um, yeah, so they had Jeff Hardy getting arrested for an uh, accident because apparently he hit Elias. So Elias was down. So Elias couldn't wrestle AJ Styles, which is where So AJ Styles gets the bye. But with like Matt Hardy being out, instead of giving, you know, well, it was going to be a triple threat match. That's right. So they changed that, and they just made it a battle royal. And whoever won the battle royal would fight Daniel Bryan later in the night. And then of course Sheamus won that. Like, hmm, okay, so Sheamus responsible for Jeff Hardy, you know, not being in the match. He goes in the tournament. Um, you know, then Jeff Hardy amazingly shows up at the end of the show, and then Daniel Bryan beats Sheamus. Um, wow, you know, but they they tip their hands so, so much in this because even like with like Nia Jax like feuding with uh, with uh, with Asuka, and then all of a sudden winning a triple threat match to get the title match. It's like they make this so obvious sometimes. They did that with like Shayna Baszler, like Shayna attacking. Becky Lynch, and then, oh, hey, look, Shayna won the Elimination Chamber. So, there you go. Um, yes, yeah, so the Hardy angle, I I, I don't know. Uh, Jeffrey uh, chimed in. It's like, now they have to bring back CM Punk. Yeah, that that would kind of kind of work. Seriously, though, let's do that good stuff with a star like this over 10 years ago. They could make it work again. Uh, Philip thought I was kind of pushing the envelope considering his past. And Jeff Hardy agreed to do the angle and fine with it. Here's the thing, though. Uh, and I don't know like what pressure there is or, or why they do this. They've they've done this in the past with Hardy, 
and then you know, and obviously he's had some issues since then. And then they've uh, they've done it with other wrestlers with Hawk in years past, and then with the Jake Roberts as well in his feud with with Jerry Lawler, which was just awful, and, and to the point where Jerry was like pouring you know liquor, you know down down the mouth of uh, of Jake Roberts. So do we do we need to go through this road again? I mean, I guess you know I don't know what the 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 payoff is for Sheamus and and Jeff Hardy. But, uh, but yeah, there you go. So that's, uh, that's your shows for the week. Uh, by the way, appreciate uh, the comments uh, for those who watch AW Double or Nothing. Ian, hey, great to hear from you, Ian. He says uh, he enjoyed the show. Uh, there's a few botched spots, but otherwise it was pretty rad. Uh, Jeffrey says, could have done so much without seeing uh, Sean Spears. Well, yeah, right. uh, but the Tully Bradshaw thing still made me laugh, so whatever. Also, uh, Jeffrey said, great paper. He was surprised how much time MGF and Jungle Boy had, but it was great. I was surprised, too. Orange Cassidy over-delivering and continuing to amaze me. That guy is going to be a star. Uh, JR, he said, uh, said JR kind of ruined the surprise entrance for me. Once he said it was somebody new, I knew exactly who it was. Did help that there are multiple websites speculating his appearance while previewing the card. Yeah, that's uh, what sometimes you get nowadays with the TBA and stuff. Uh, Cody vs. Lance did an incredible false finishes with a satisfying ending. I just wish Tyson got to knock somebody out. Well, that that's going to probably happen at some point. And uh, bummed that there wasn't a tag title match, but the Biden uh, number one contender match made up for that, along with the current champs performing in the stadium stampede match. All I can say about that quote-unquote match was that it was very entertaining and welcome addition to the era of cinematic-like matches in the empty arena era, only it was the stadium. Happy with the outcome of the women's and men's world title matches. Excited for the champs next match against the winner of the latter match. So, yeah, EW's got a lot of stuff going on. A lot of people complaining that there is a large number now of uh, former WWE employees in AEW, which is weird, you know, with the signing of the uh, former Revival, where Cody a couple weeks ago says, yeah, I don't want to bring, like, Zack Ryder in. He's got a great following and everything, but, you know, it's friends, business, and all this stuff. And But these other guys... Keep showing up. So, there you go. Um, so, any thoughts on this week, you can email us, ESBR at FM99.com. And we'll be back in a few days. Go over the a week's worth of wrestling. And, again, uh, appreciate it. So, you can follow us again on Facebook at ESBR99 or Twitter at ESBR99. And you can also uh, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Spotify. So, you can find ESPR on the interwebs all over the place so thanks for listening my name is dave taylor and uh, until another week or so remember the eat sleep podcast and repeat